Hello and welcome to the Pet Healer Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Mitzi Vargas, and today we're going to talk about probiotics on your pets. And why should we even consider probiotics? Why do we even ourselves should consider probiotics? And it's very important because most dogs are fed the commercially, you know, done food that is dry and have done, you know, who knows how long ago. And so it's not live food. It doesn't have a lot of uh, the uh, correct, the good stuff that the bacteria in the gut of your pet needs. And um, all of these supplements with probiotics, uh, some of them have 10, 12 uh, different strains of um, probiotics, but the most common ones is the lactobacillus and the acidophilus. And those are the ones that, you know, we usually recommend for um, the dogs that at least have three or more of the chains of different kinds of bacteria. And of course, you know, the probiotics are just live organisms that, uh, you know, you want to replenish the gut, the microbiome, the, the whole flora of your dog's or cat's intestines. And it's great to, to do that, but they need to eat too. You're just planting them in there. But if they don't have a good diet, they're just going to be pooped out. They're not going to do a lot. In addition to the probiotics, there's combinations of probiotics and digestive enzymes. And several um, episodes ago, I talked about Sinocor, which is the one that I really like because it has multivitamins, it has probiotics, prebiotics, which is basically fiber, and it also had digestive enzymes. And so I really like that combination because it's like all-in-one powder that you add to the food. Now, regardless of what probiotic you select, and there's so many in the market, it would take me hours to go through them, what I'm going to tell you is that it's important to use a probiotic, especially if your pet is having antibiotic treatment. The antibiotics are non-selective. They kill all bacteria in the gut, the good bacteria, the bad bacteria. So you need to replenish that while they're taking antibiotics or shortly after the antibiotic course of treatment. Can you do that with foods? Absolutely. One of the best things to do for your pets is to add one tablespoon of canned pumpkin in the diet and this is three episodes in a row that I'm saying that. And the reason is that is a great fiber source for the good bacteria. And why do you want to make that good bacteria in the guts of your pets to be happy? Because when they're happy and they eat fiber, they poop out something that is better than gold. They're called short-chain fatty acids. And there are three main ones, acetate, propionate, and butyrate. And these short-chain uh, fatty acids, they travel into the body. They, they are critical for the immune system of your pet. They can um, feed the friendly bacteria and discourage the growth of um, ugly bacteria. They help form the, the mucus layer that protects the, the layer of the uh, gut that is in contact with the food and is that transfer um, wall between the outside and the inside and keeps those cell uh, the lining of those cells in healthy um, 
shape to prevent the leaky gut. So there's no uh, gaps in that walls and there's no bad stuff, toxins getting into the bloodstream. And so they are very important for the T cells. The T cells are the cells in the immune system that fight, um, they re- that reduce chronic inflammation. And it protects against uh, food allergies. So when you have a probiotic, especially if you have a dog that has a lot of allergies, they should be in probiotics. It will decrease the symptoms of allergies. And so I strongly recommend that. And it definitely has a um, part in the absorption of multiple other nutrients. So probiotics are a must for a chronically sick animal, for any uh, flat uh, face breeds because they tend to have uh, genetic problems and, uh, and atopy, which is allergies. Um, and really for anybody that is going through some disease process, even cancer, do probiotics. That's not a uh, medicine. It is a supplement. So you can quickly add the probiotics to all the other medications, even the um, even the the cancer treatment, even if you're going through um, uh, oncology treatment, you can actually add probiotics and it won't affect anything. If your pet has chronic issues, chronic inflammatory conditions like chronic urinary tract infections, um, I've even seen dogs that have the chronic epiphora, which is l- lacrimal discharge um, and Usually white dogs have that, and they have tracks, tear tracks with the dark uh, stains. I've seen those improve like 80% just by adding a probiotic. So I really, um, there's not a disease that a probiotic cannot help, even obesity, obesity. So the dogs that are real fat, sometimes they eat so much, they're not absorbing the, the food. There's not the satiety because they are not absorbing the food and the, the pancreas is not working properly. So when you add a probiotic, especially one that has digestive enzymes in combination, um, it really will help. Um, in people, they say probiotics even help with the um, mood because most of the, most of the um, probiotics produce uh, B12. Um, so vitamin B12 is one of the components or one of the prices that we obtain from probiotics and from some of the bacteria in our guts. They actually can utilize it and can absorb it. So definitely even a bad diet cannot save you uh, from, you know, everything. If if you have a bad diet, you really have to um, take more importance to change that, to add good uh, fiber to the um, to the diet and to help with uh, the replenishment of those bacteria because the wear and tear of everyday life um, they are losing them so if your pet is having any chronic condition that is inflammatory that is um, in causing bad health probiotics are a great great way to go what happens if it's so bad that the dog has uh, such bad gi disease has chronic diarrhea vomiting you know sometimes a fecal transplant is a way to go if you have bad microbiome then 
Sometimes you can do fecal trampoline. People, they do that. Of course, they put it in a capsule, but these are, these are you know, uh, from feces from healthy people. So in, in dogs, you can do that within the same household. If you have another dog that has perfect health, perfect stools, we can use those tools and do um, kind of like a preparation with some other um, uh, ingredients that we, you know, kind of like will add to be absorbed in there and use it in sort of like an enema, like, a, you know, a translocation, tra- tr- you know, basically we're, we're putting those, like if they were planting the, the organisms in there, in the stool, direct transfer of them in the stool. So one of the things that I mentioned in the beginning was that lactobacillus is one of the ones that are usually many strains of those are included in most probiotics. And the other one that is very common is bifidobacterium. And bifidobacterium, I feel like it has to be included. If it's only lactobacillus, it's great for IBD and diarrhea. But I like the bifidobacterium because they have been associated with um, decreasing the anxiety and stress in animals. So probiotics can also affect the mood of the animals. And it it actually, not only with the absorption and production of B12, but it is really uh, the, the organisms that you have. So bifidobacterium longum, animalis, those two are the ones that are really uh, common for anxiety. And of course, the enterococcus, so that will be lactobacillus, many strains, bifidobacterium, and enterococcus. And enterococcus does a better job um, than the other ones because stays in the gut. Sometimes those um, probiotics come and they are lost. And so you have to do it daily. But um, the enterococcus can stay longer and it can colonize and stay there. And so um, it is actually healthy, a lot of uh, controversy whether, you know, what are the benefits, but I really like to have multiple strains of different bacteria in the probiotic. And if it has um, any digestive enzymes, even better. Hey, and if it has uh, some vitamins, uh, that's even better as well. So when you look for it, look for those characteristics in those over-the-counter probiotics for your pets and select the one that is uh, easier to administer. Something that you can actually continue to give and to make it part of the daily care of your pet. Well, I hope you learned something today. And if you did, don't be selfish. Share it with your friend and subscribe. That makes me happy. It makes me smile whenever you subscribe. So make me happy today and stay safe until the next time. And remember that from now on, we're going to be uh, downloading every Friday a brand new episodes. So you can be on the lookout for them. Uh, in the meantime, visit our Facebook page, the Pet Healer Podcast page. Uh, we also have a website, thepethealerpodcast.com. And uh, it, we are in most platforms, so you can uh, enjoy our topics. Thank you. And until next time, take care. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Information about this episode came from my book, Alvet, the Revolutionary Pet Care and Longevity Solution, available in Amazon at our clinic and soon to be an audiobook. So look forward to that. 
And this episode was sponsored by my practice, Orchid Springs Animal Hospital. And our website is www.osahvsinvictorets.com, osavets.com. There's a lot of information out there if you want some more information on integrative pet healing. And our Pet Healer podcast is going to be available in all platforms. So we're looking forward to seeing you again.